do it on three? Yeah. Okay, well, should we talk about uh, fame and fortune? Yeah, Dead. Okay, so apparently she's 20 weeks along, which is kind of similar to you, right? Yes, totally similar to me, but can anyone do the maths on this? They, the tablets are saying they only got back together in December. So that is like... Yeah. That's like as soon as they reconnected, they probably slept together and then now she's 20 weeks pregnant. Mm, also, mm. yeah, wild. Absolutely wild. I'm just... I don't like to talk. I mean, I do like to talk about shit, because um, we don't know their lives. But like, you guys broke up and you just got back together, and now you're pregnant and you're 25. Which no judgment, but like, just throwing it all out there. And you're a beautiful, stunning model with a great career. Yeah, like this sounds really. This is gonna sound bad and like not like fucking feminist or whatever. Girl power, but, you know. Like you're. Like and obviously that's you know when you have a baby your body does change but knowing her she'll still look perfect after it but yeah like mm. he's probably not your best bet to like change your whole career for because you never know what's going to happen like yeah I was so One Direction guys that also have kids um I think we're going to get slammed for this episode <laughs> the One Direction guys that also have kids aren't with their partners they're all drop kicks. Um, yeah, they're just, like, young. She seems like she's, like, salt of the earth, like, obviously very, like, much her mother. She's just, you know, yeah. a really nice, hardworking girl. And then she's fallen to this bad yeah. boy who she's kind of carrying yeah. through his, like, mental health issues, his drug habits. Like, obviously, I don't know any of this for a fact, but this is just my opinion. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's hot, but he's not that hot. Like, she's fucking hot. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, I saw that she is isolating <sighs> um, in Philadelphia oh, no, with I, Bella. No. Is Bella trying to create a lavender? No, field? so this is what I read this morning. So her mum, they already had a field with lavender, right? And like they've got loads of animals, whatever. Um, but then they apparently are digging up old lavender to make way for a homemade crystal labyrinth. Because <laughs> you know how Amanda, um, Amanda, Amanda, you know how Yolanda had at her old house. Um, she had like all these big crystals near all her lemon trees and the girls always post on their Instagrams, them around these big crystals in the earth and stuff. I think they're making like a big one and the lavender's going to go around it. That'd be beautiful. I thought it was like a, remember Jacques Moss did that thing through the field, like those and rows of lavender. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, they've got the whole like isolation down pat. I mean, it looks like a beautiful farm. For some reason, Leah McCarthy was there. Like, I know you're a family friend, but we're Who's isolating. That? Remember that random chick? She's Australian. Why is so she then there? All this... I don't know. Why is he there either? Has he been isolating with them the whole time? Zane's Zane, there. I think so. But I think celebrities get a oh. free pass and they just get on their private jet and go wherever the fuck they want to go. Like, if you That's have money, true. this doesn't affect you. Apply to you. Yeah. Um. So she had a... She turned 25 in isolation. Yeah. So they had a 25th birthday party. But all the fan fan sites are saying that it was like a, a gender reveal as well. I know, but why are they saying that? So there's all these like cookie crumbs that 
obviously stalker fans will pick up on, but I've just been reading about it. So it says that, like, for example, she had two big foil balloons, one a two and one a five, so 25th, and the strings of the balloons, like the two, all the strings were blue and the five, all the strings were pink. And then um, they there was a few photos getting put up online, but in one photo that Bella posted, it was like a table of gift bags. And then one of the gift bags, um, like the front was showing of whatever it said. So Bella put a sunflower emoji over the top of it. But these stalker fans have like tracked down the actual bag of what um, – like what was written on the front, and it says "Hello, little one." Oh my god! Yeah, People yeah. Are fucking crazy. So, hey. I know, but I, li- I like to see that they figure it all out. Where I'm just like, "That's cute. It's her birthday." So and she had they a bagel also cake. think that it's um a girl. Why do they? So think apparently that? they think this because Yolanda uploaded a photo of her and Gigi, and she's not only cropped like a really awkward crop on it to crop out her belly but you're like the same kind of timing and you don't have a pregnant belly yet um but she's tiny tiny. but i couldn't see it like she wears those high-waisted mum jeans you can get away with anything like you could eat kfc three times in a row and just be like nah it's fine (laughs) um literally but she hashtagged like my baby girl but and so they're thinking it's Gigi's having a baby girl, but that's like if you've ever watched Housewives or like have ever heard Yolanda speak, she she's a baby girl, baby boy, like you know she's European. She she's down down yeah. with that lingo, but again, I think also it's such a Kardashian thing that celebs love to be cryptic and they love to do shit like that to fuck with you. Like the the yeah. strings on the balloon stuff is obviously so like deliberate, but like something that you can just not yeah. see or you yeah, see I wouldn't have seen but that. also if I was her and I didn't want people to know I'd be like no don't get fucking see strings on a fucking yeah balloons. yeah so um ooh, stay tuned oh I love that but uh it, yeah like I said with me it's a great time to have a baby and be in isolation like be pregnant yeah. people just don't even know yeah and I guess if you were really sick it would be amazing as well because you can still you know work and be like comfy at home and Mm. You know, um, I wanted to touch on quickly our new series, The Distancing Diaries. So yes. we've just dropped our first episode. They're, they're under bonus episodes. Um, we had stylist Jess Pecoraro from our like first, one of our first ever ep- yes. um, episodes. And beauty and dating and bad and busy favorite Ash Austin. Um, yep. And then next up, we've got nutritionist Belinda Kirkpatrick and our medium psychic and spirit alignment mentor, Tracy Dimmich. So D- Tracy's going to – Tracy's going to tell <laughs> us about how we can manifest what we want for the rest of 2020 as well, which okay. I think is going to be a good one. But they just kind of tell you what they've been up to in isolation, how they're dealing, and then give us a little bit of um, – you know, advice and info into their specific expertise, I guess you could say. Yeah, it would be nice to get, and it's nice even like with Jess Peck and Ash Austin's episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, like we're all going through it together and comfy clothes were there, you know, what Ash is putting on her face Mm. when not going out, things like that. Yeah, and she has like good advice for – um 
for like some fun date ideas, but she also has an update on her personal life. So you should tune in to that. Mm. Um, okay. Should we get into it? Well, the Farinchak family have been going all out with food during ISO. There's obviously nothing else to do, so we are eating. Mum got a new kitchen. We got a new barbecue. It was Jordan's birthday. Oh it's all happening. And it was Easter. And Easter. Yeah. Um, so there was an Indian feast with these fucked up pork rib curry. Like, oh, my God. I'll share the recipe for. It was really, really, really good. Um, then we had lobster over the weekend, some interesting fresh salads like radicchio, pineapple and cucumber with a harissa chili salt. We had prawns, there's been turmeric fish curry, Mexican, carrot cake, tiramisu. (gasps) My gut has been through the ringer. Um, How's it going? After last weekend, um, yeah, no, it wasn't good. I was so, so, so bloated and so sore, but. I feel better now. Um, I think it's – I really think it's dairy. Well, the cheeses were like – I mean, yeah, maybe it was like all the tira in it too. I think it's a combination of eating too much and okay. and dairy because I had all that cheese – like cheese from the cheese platter that you guys bought over and I had, yeah, a bit of tiramisu and I just think – no, because I never eat it during the week and I'm always fine. And obviously I don't eat as much as I do on the weekend. Like I eat till I'm like literally going to die on the weekend. But I think the combination of the two is not good. Um, I also made a quinoa salad from a cookbook you bought me for Christmas. Mm, the Greek one. Yeah. So the book is Orexi, Feasting at the Modern Greek Table by Theo A. Michaels. Mm. And I made the salad for the soul, but I tweaked it a bit because I couldn't find wheat berries, which I think are a grain. Mm. Um, But I used tri-coloured quinoa. And then when that's cold, you add sesame seeds, chopped spring onions, chopped red onions, mint, parsley, coriander, fresh pomegranate, raisins, crushed roasted almonds, a squeeze of lime juice, olive oil, pepper, and fresh red chilli. So much goes into it. <laughs> so you, I've got good pics of like what it looks like before I mixed it. So like you chop it all finely and I'll put them on Instagram. Uh-huh. But it's like this herby, grainy, nutty bowl, but it's light but filling at the same time. Yeah. And it lasted a while. Like you could make it on like for Sunday or even Saturday with a piece of fish and then have it for like your lunch during the yeah. week. Yeah. Um, you could even add sun-dried tomatoes in it. Yum. But I just thought of something. I used to have this dish that, like a salmon dish that mm-hmm. came with a similar kind of quinoa salad on the side. You could definitely, like, do that salad. It has pomegranate in it, which is really nice. But, um, like, sun-dried tomatoes and then put a piece of salmon in it sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I think with fish it would be so good. Mm. Like, I had it with prawns. Oh, that was amazing. Mm. Um, but yeah. Oh, well, my eating. Now I can't. <laughs> well, yeah. So I was going to do a couple of shout outs to some locals from our Sunday sesh mm-hmm. where you got the gorgeous cheese and meat platter from Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, with those fucking 
figs. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The figs, they were like candied. They were yeah. super sweet. In like a syrup, but they were like baby figs. Yeah, like real, like literally they looked like the size of a big blueberry. Oh, so good. And um, the then Alphabet Street delivered apple and espresso martinis. They were <laughs> Not Don't you I love that? Any. Yeah. I, I love that it's delivery, yeah. Like that just forever now. I know. I don't think they'll continue. And I like all these restaurants that are like bottling them. Um, so good. It's, yeah, really good. It's like actually um, it was Greg's birthday yesterday and Mitch and I got him the Continental Deli in Newtown um, does the canned cocktails. Mm. And when I did, he have one. He hasn't tasted one yet because last oh. night we got more apple martinis because we got zero. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Um, and uh, they were surprised that they thought you had to add the alcohol because, oh. like, for example, one was like a, um, which makes no sense. I don't know what they thought it was. One's a martini, which is you don't even have any additives. But I think what they thought was that they were like mixes and all you have to do is like add the shot of vodka or something. I was like, no, this right. is the alcohol. Like this has you just all pour it into it. a glass. Yeah. Serve with an olive and you're done. <gasps> yeah. I'll post those as well. They're a great quarantine. They're um, so fucking cute too. Yeah, super cute. I'm going to keep the cans. Hopefully no yeah, one throws sure. them out. Yeah. You could put a little cactus in there. Oh, that's a great idea. Or pens or something. How good would it be to have a canning machine? Like they just can so much there. What would you want to can? Well, they're bringing out like a cream caramel um, in a can. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. So it's like homemade, but then they like they put it in a can. <laughs> I don't like the consistency of it. No, nah, you don't like cream caramel? I do, that's- but in a can and it would just like... <laughs> Like pop out. Oh, it would. It'll get suction. <laughs> That's so funny. I was gonna make. I found a cream caramel recipe, and when we were coming over on Sunday, I was going to make it. So I'm kind of glad I did not. If it's not really <laughs> being received that well, that would have really fucked up my uh <laughs> my gut even more. <laughs> Everything good has dairy. I know. Um, <sighs> bullshit. Um, um, I'm not doing anything. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Blank. <laughs> okay, so now it's my turn. <laughs> so I'm filling out my bump book, um, Cute. which like, you know, those ones where you track week by week how you were feeling and like a bump update or a photo, what you were craving, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I've had this book for weeks and weeks and now I have the enormous task. Like, It's not mandatory, but I want to do it. Enormous task of going back through the weeks and filling out those pages like it starts at like week seven or something, which is very, very early. Um, but what's good is I'm using my camera roll as an aid because mm. it's amazing how you can piece together what you're doing, like certain dates, weeks, just from the photos. Because um, like, for example, I wrote down weeks through, you know, X and Y. I'd walk the beach every morning with Hugo. So I put that down because that's nice. And then I also put down that you and Jordan came over like the Sunday of week eight and we cooked, et cetera, et cetera. So like that's helping me. So like even though the baby's getting like a false recollection because it's like me bulk journaling, it's not like how I feel that day. At least they can see like who was in our life. Like I even, there was, there was like, when did you find out 
you were pregnant or like there was a page about um, conception and it's a barley, it's a barley belly. It's a barley baby. So like I wrote, like we were on a family Christmas holiday in Bali. Kelsey and Jordan were also holidaying in Bali. Like just, we're probably going to forget. Yeah, you will forget. And like, I feel like the stories of your conception always get so muddled that like when you ask your parents they're like oh like what is the answer yeah like my when I because the reason I'm this is important is to write things down is because in my baby book and in Mitch's baby book because both our families are very nostalgic right now and like showing us all our baby stuff um like my mum wrote a few things in but mostly the pages are empty so I'm just trying to imagine when this baby's older they'd probably like to have a bit more to read about like what was going on even in the world like I wrote about corona like not in detail but it's definitely going to be a pandemic baby (laughs) but yeah scary did you have a baby book yeah but I don't think it was a bump book I think it was just like a baby book like when you're born yeah like oh I know there was photos I know there was photos of the ultrasounds in there, but that, I don't think there was a lot of detail. That's amazing. I don't even. I don't think my mum has her ultrasound photo. I feel like I've seen them. I mean, I could totally be making this up. Also, I think like if they weren't even dated, I swear my mum's like, "This is you when you were born," and I it literally could be one of my sisters. I don't think she's yeah. actually sure, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. Oh, Cute. what are you buying? Well, I'm not buying. I haven't really bought anything, but I've been given a few beauty deliveries, which I think are quite exciting. Mm-hmm. The first thing I wanted to note was natural deodorant. I can't remember if we've already talked about this during ISO, but if you're not already using it or you're thinking about making the switch, now is the perfect time to do it mm-hmm. because – we are not seeing anybody. You're not really working up a sweat, but you still need to give your body a chance to get used to it. It usually takes about a month. So while we're in lockdown, why not do so? I mean, a lot of the time I don't even wear um, deodorant during the day because I'm mm. just sitting at the computer. Like you may as well let your body breathe. But I think um, this is a perfect time. A few that we like are Akin. They make a roll-on ender spray. Or you can just go to like Woolies the next time you have to go to your shop and they have different um, brands there and different varieties. So it's not like they're hard to get anymore either. Yeah, I must try something different. Mine's a putty. Mm, I think the roll-ons are really, really good. Okay. And they smell good too. Okay, good. I like Walida as well. I've written that down. Or go to Priceline or what, oh, Camels. They've got heaps too. Do they? Ones. I think that's where they have their Akin ones. Cool. Um, and then Kosas, our favorite foundation, um, have just released today actually a moisturizing baked bronzer in a few shades. So that will be delicious. It will definitely have skin boosting um, ingredients in there because their philosophy is makeup that's good for your skin um, and that will sit really nicely with the liquid foundation. Mm. And then Kors um, have dropped a pure Greek olive oil firming and smoothing body elixir, which I just want to rub all over my dry. <laughs> it sounds like a yogurt. <laughs> it does. I want to eat it, but it firms and smooths. I've also got a bag here. 
is vivid. Yes. It's got like all of Fenty's, Fenty Barriana's new um, cream bronzers and cream blush. <gasps> so cream blush is so good if you just want a natural kind of color. Yeah. Or you don't really know how to put on makeup properly. Yeah. Or you want that no fingers. makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like fucking 20 shades. So that, that's fun. You should have seen me the other day. I had a Teams meeting um, on camera. So I like put basic makeup on. Um, and I have like this chubby stick, like this bronzer mm. chubby stick. And I literally like um, just like drew all over my face and like just blended it all in, like drew on my eyelids. It was like just bronzing everywhere. <laughs> I looked very good in the webcam. <laughs> oh, you mean like because the webcam makeup is like different to real life? Well, yeah. Like I, I looked on the webcam. I was like, yeah, I look really like glowy, which is good because in real life, like I'm sure I'd look a little bit too brown, but it looked great. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea actually. Yeah. 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 Remember how we spoke to Carla Oates from The Beauty Chef and she launched that new um, elixir? Yes. Well, I saw a girl give a review um, and she was like, I'm so sick of beauty people um, like opening a package and it's still in the box and then saying how good a product is when they haven't tried it. And she was talking about this elixir and she said, I am finished, like showed the bottle and she's like, it's amazing. She said my skin has, she just had a baby and she said my skin has never been so supple. She used to have the most randomest part of her body. Her shins would be so dry. And she's like, this has like moisture surged through like my whole body. Like my legs aren't scaly. Really? Yeah. So. Well, that's what Carla says it's for. Yeah. Well, that's um, a great review of it though. I have used it all. I Have need you used it all? No, I was worried about being pregnant with it, but I think it's totally fine. I think I can just yeah. get in stuck into it, you know. Um it's probably the best time when I need my stomach and everything to stay supple. Yeah, I would yeah, you should be using it. Okay. For sure. Doing it. Yeah, you should definitely do that. I've been having mine. It doesn't I know Carla said that it didn't, you know, they tried to get the taste like as good as they can. It does taste a little bit like fish oily, but a bit earthy. Not a big deal. Are you just taking a, a teaspoon, tablespoon of it? Yeah. Five I made the mistake of mixing it in with my other supplement, like concoction that I have in the morning, but the oil and the water and the powders. Separated. Were not very. Um, palatable. Palatable, that's the word. Yeah. As I say, pointing to my mouth. <laughs> um, so instead I just chug like pop that in and then chug things after it and that kind of disguises the taste. Okay. I like. Um yeah. Um, so I've bought something. Oh my notes were filled with like baby clothes, baby cot, baby car seat, but then I remembered <laughs> that I bought the um LV pelvic floor trainer it says your most personal trainer it comes in like this um it's oh I want to see I'll show you it's very like look you pop that out oh so it's very clean and hygienic oh my god it just looks like a little vibrator <laughs> it, look it's like an egg it's um that those... looks like a clitoris stimulator <gasps> it, yeah that does nothing so essentially it oh. um looks <laughs> like a yoni egg with a tail 
easier for all of y'all at home. Um, so I didn't say what it was. It's a Kegel trainer. And um, like I spoke about before, I went to the physio and she tested my pelvic floor, which Liz, our acupuncturist, says for women it's always good to go and get tested and have a baseline, but I've never done this. And it's only because I'm pregnant that it's been um, – it's been helpful. So essentially she said that I need to work on my pelvic floor, lol, and that don't worry, we have heaps of time. (laughs) So she sent me um, exercise to do daily and it takes like 10 minutes and I did start them, but there's a lot of belly breathing and I was feeling really lightheaded from it. Um, And also I'm a little bit lazy. So these, I think I was being targeted, but it came, kept popping up in ads and stuff this trainer so um I purchased and what you do essentially is it comes with an app or yeah it has an app that you can download on your phone and it's like more of a game so that um like vagina game yeah (laughs) game for your vagina um so for example like they want you to squeeze and hold but um there'll be like a little ball that you're trying to keep uh, on a line or there's like another um, game that is like trying to um, put the ball in a circle and then drop it and then put it back in a circle. It's like up and down. It's quite, it's vigorous work, but it only mm. goes for like five to seven minutes and I still have to oh, do okay. it every day. But I'm fingers crossing if the, I know, I hate that. I hate having to do something every day, working out, whatnot, you know. Life, uh, general life eating waking dr- up <laughs> that's the worst uh, um yeah so if the physio says that I've had an improvement I'm not going to tell her how I'm just going to wait and see if she says it's improved and I'll be like yeah. this thing works so I'll check and back then, in yes I want to know if it works yeah then I might get one yeah okay you can- because I told you guys how when I was skipping for the first time a little bit of wee came out yeah, but you got um, – it seemed to tighten up with the skipping. Yeah, now it doesn't – I think it has something to do with your core. No, I reckon you are – like skipping is a like tightening body kind of movement. So maybe you're like lifting your pelvic floor when you're doing it. Maybe, yeah. Holding on to that know. Kegel. So mm, – mm. So there's that. Interesting. Um, what are you consuming? I am – Oh, okay. So I finished reading Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reid. I read it in a couple of days. It was really hard to put down. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a millennial thriller that touches on racism and class in um, America. But so the main character is, um, I won't give anything away, but it's, she's a... Um, African-American woman who is babysitting or she's basically like a nanny for this white family and then um, they call her in the middle of the night because something's gone like something's happened and they want to get their eldest child who I think is like three or something out of the house while they kind of figure everything out Um, so she takes her to the local grocery store that's just you know a block down the street and from there all this kind of shit like unfolds mm. while she's at the grocery store with the child. Um, it's kind of, yeah, it's it's thrilling, but it still touches on like, I don't know, 
I don't want to say like young adult themes, but kind of like there's a bit of romance. She's got oh. like a group of girlfriends and they're super sassy and talk <laughs> like, you know, like we do now. So it's it's modern. Relatable. Um, and there's slang and that kind of thing. It's fun. Um, yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Oh, okay. It was really good. I, you were going to, does anyone know how to loan books on Kindle? Because Kelsey's going to loan it to me and we couldn't figure it out. But. I bought it and that's where I'm up to. She's gone to the grocery store, ah, which is okay. literally probably like page four. <laughs> but once you get in, you know, it takes like a, a chapter for, for you to kind of get into, into it. it. But I was at the farm, so there was nothing else to do. And yeah. I was like, this is my mission. I really want to um, finish this book. So, and you know, when you finish a book in, and you haven't read a book in a while, you're like, why don't I read more? I know. Or like you're still hung up on that story and you're – um like you're ready for the next good one, but you didn't line anything up. So now you're kind of letting it lull. Yes, that's exactly right. What is the next one? Yeah, what is the next one? Um, so just on that, actually, the Sydney Writers Festival is obviously cancelled, but the director shared what's on her reading list um, with Broadsheet. Mm-hmm. So it includes um, a book that she says is the the – that she says is the Australian liter- literary debut of the year. It's called The Adversary by Ronnie Scott. Um, and apparently it explores the lives and friendships of a group of young men and their journey into adulthood. Mm. And then there's also um, Uncanny Valley by Anna Weiner, which focuses on her experiences working in San Francisco, Silicon Valley and like the culture of tech in the digital age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be really cool. I remember I read something, I can't remember if it was a book or an article about like women working in Silicon Valley and how like, and they were all micro dosing, but it was all like these weird cults and like sex parties and it's all fucking weird because they're all like geniuses. Yes. But kind of like also on the spectrum, a lot of those men. So then they haven't lived, you know, they didn't live that college youthful life of like going out and getting Mm. drunk but now they're like super successful and they're smart and they're wealthy and they've got all this like popularity that they never had before and they don't know what to do with it and then they like they join all these weird sex cults and take drugs and there's all this yeah I'll find it it was really really good I think it was like in the New York Times or something it was like an exploration into how fucked up it is amazing Um, yeah, so maybe that book will kind of be – I'm not sure what it's about, but it, it says that it's got, like, the culture of that around it. Um, oh. Then speaking of other good books that we've read, Normal People by Sally Rooney is now on stand. What are you doing to me? That's my consuming. Oh, is it? Okay, well, t- like, I – Have okay, you so the general, it? Well, the general consensus is that it's as good, if not better, than the book. So as far as TV adaptations go, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I remember like we, I don't know, I didn't really like the book. It was a bit dark for me and I assume like TV show will be a bit darker. But I watched the first episode last night because I wasn't going to watch it and there was nothing else on. I was like, I'll watch it. I find like the teen angsty sexual thing a bit weird. Uncomfortable. Yeah, like I know that we were all teenagers in high school and stuff, but watching it now I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's like super dark. I know. Like, so when you read the book and then you read Conversations with Friends, her other book, what one did you prefer? Um, It's like my most common question to people that have read Sally Rooney. 
we have answered this before, is conversations with friends the one where they go to that holiday house? Um, that's in France exactly or whatever. Exactly what I thought. I think in both books they go to holiday houses in France. They're kind of similar, right? Yes. So it's about not her teacher, but um, that older man. Yeah, I think I liked that one better because I feel like it's more relatable. Not more relatable, but it's less like awkward teen shit, yes. weird emotional trauma. And like popular boy at school and young girl. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about it that doesn't sit well. Whereas the whereas conversations with friends, I think, is more on my level now because I'm older. Definitely. Yeah. So I've binged the whole thing of normal people. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you tell me. Don't tell me any secrets, but tell me what you think. Okay. So like you said, it's a TV series adaptation of Sally Rooney's book by the same name. And I wrote here that it's great, but um, if you haven't read the book, I would say do it because it gives you a little more depth. And maybe that's why you're like, it's dark. Like we know a bit too much. But right. um, so it gives you a little bit more depth or background for the characters. Um, but by all means, you don't have to. But like you said, essentially it's a young, chaotic kind of like that, um, what do they call it? Um a toxic, like it's like a toxic mm. teenage love story. Um, and it's like this guy called Connell and Marianne who are from two completely different backgrounds and they start a secret fling in high school. But it shows you how the pendulum swings in terms of their status as life goes on. So in high school, your popularity status is very important. But as you go to college and university, people value more how intellectual you are or how you can mm. hold a conversation and, and your good grades and whatnot. So that's something that kids in high school tend to want to hide. So it does show you how they both move through life and they do kind of a 360, both of them. But you're yeah. so right. It is so – it's like crin also – as the episodes go on, they show you all their bits. Like they have a yeah. lot of sex and they show you a lot of shit. And they get like quite like into some gnarly shit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like isn't there a bit of BDSM? Yeah, because she gets into that. Like, which I get like obviously. Do all for you, want, like, yeah. Whatever. But I don't know. I Maybe I'm a prude. I feel like I, I'm such a prude as I get older. Really? So, like, when you're watching it, you're like, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, I'm like, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but I think, like, I, I'm all for that whole, like, class and, you know, like, life transforms. Because I think the other thing is, is, like, when you're in high school, you think that high school is, like, the end all and be all. And you're never going to be better than this. And you're never going to be, like... I don't know, part of that group or whatever it is. Obviously, everyone's experience is super different. But then I – and, like, I felt like that as well. But, I mean, it's hard to kind of grasp your head around the fact that this is not forever. Mm, for sure. Like, I, I think, remember like, having arguments with my parents about, like, not going to certain things, say, like, about 16 or 17 and literally going to bed being like, my life is just so shit. But no, it, no, it's not. It's just, like, one party. Doesn't no yeah. one will remember next year if you didn't go to it? Yeah, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I will give it another go because I do think that, like the the 
the reviews and stuff, everyone really, really likes it. But, I mean, they obviously like the book. Well, I don't know. I had a migraine from crying so much. Oh. Yeah. It gets like. But do you think that's just because you're pregnant? No, I don't know. It just like I really felt for the characters that they built in it, like especially mm. Connell. Um, and she's they're both very good. Yeah, she's oh my great. god! And they used like it's a cast that you don't um, that you don't know. Like, and are they originally from? Is it set in Scotland or Ireland? Uh, Ireland and Sally Rooney is from Ireland. And are the and are the actors from there? I think so. I'm not sure. That's cool. But I, and I guess what they didn't do is they didn't turn it into like, um, like, so they the book speaks. Or I'm assuming I can't remember the book. They went to college at Trinity, which is in mm. Ireland, but I can't remember if that's what the book said. But if it is, they just kept it the exact same, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, push through. I it does get. The sexual stuff does get worse. Great. <laughs> but they're quick little episodes. Hey, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll watch one after this in my lunch break. Okay. Actually, then it might put me in a weird oh. headspace. Mm. Oh. I don't know. Um, another book to TV adaptation is Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ming. I don't remember. Oh. I remember her last name. Um, so this is on Hulu. And it stars Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. Um, I also think they're both executive producers, so that's great. Um, I've seen a few episodes and I really like it. It's also kind of thrilling. Reese is really, really good in it. And the actress who plays Pearl, who's the daughter, um, I think her name is Lexi Underwood. She's really, really good. Oh, yeah. But that's another book that was recommended to us in our book club. Um, And I know a lot of people have read that. I haven't read the book. I'm going straight to... Is there uh, the TV series? any recommendation that you should read the book? I want to watch the show, but. I feel like I read half of it and then like it was just one of those things that got like lost in my Kindle mm. um, because <laughs> I know, like I know what's happening. Um, oh, it's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't be bothered now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once you've gone um, there, you can't go back. Yeah. Are you consuming anything else? Um, no, I've started that book that you um, spoke about. Such a fun age. Such a fun age. <laughs> and what else? I um, I listened to this podcast and I got my brother onto it as well. If you watch reality TV or specifically <laughs> what, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, and Sir, I mean, not Sir, Vanderpump Rules. It's mm. called Sexy Unique Podcast. <laughs> but it's the two hosts. I don't mean to burp. Um, <laughs> the two hosts are comedians and they just have the best, like, banter. Um, they're fucking hilarious. And I guess, like, you do obviously need to know a little bit about both shows. So, one series is focused on like them watching reruns of old Real Housewives of New Jersey and they put on like the accents of these like Italian American women who wear like leopard print and shit and they just like bag the shit out of them and basically they recap the episode but then give all their like comedic opinions 
And I can't, like, I've watched these episodes before, but I can't remember. So it doesn't mean that you oh, have to, like, play so along. Good. But then the Vanderpump Rules ones, like, they're very invested. And the host has a different celebrity on with her every episode. And they, like, run through the episode and, like, have all their notes there and stuff and just, like, pick it apart and talk shit about Lisa Vanderpump, who's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and, like, all her life now since having, she's been booted off the show. Um, and they talk about like LA and Hollywood because they live there and that's where like it's set. Um, it's just funny. Like it's kind of getting me through ISO and I just play it while I'm like going for a walk or I'll play it at my desk, whatever. I just fucking laugh. Do you literally laugh at that? Yeah. The other day, because my brother's home at the moment um, during the week because he's working. And the other day I just heard him like pissing himself laughing and I went in and then I heard the podcast on and I was like fuck it's just so good like shit that they say it's just yeah it's really really funny That's so good. even if you haven't watched the shows maybe just give it a listen I definitely love to listen to something that makes you laugh out loud um yeah, yeah. and like when you're working it's it's too hard to have anything else on in the background apart from a podcast yeah. Um, mm. I like listening to it. That's a good one. I've written it down. Yeah. You should listen to it. Uh, what else is like <laughs> in my consumed? Have you watched anything? Oh, no. You Wait, you're watching Little Fires Everywhere. I've been really boring and weird, but the other night I was really tired and I just didn't want to watch anything like too full on. But on, I think, can't remember. I couldn't find it again last night when I wanted to watch it. But I think it's on SBS On Demand or ABC iView. Um, mm. Martha Stewart's Cooking School. And it's from like years and years ago. Maybe the 90s. Pre-jail. Yeah. Um, no, I think it may be post-jail. Oh. Um, but she, it's ba- like basics of cooking. Like she does like a salad episode, a grain episode. Interesting. Um, a sauces episode. But her voice and her... It's just nice. That's like a nice before bed. <laughs> She's soothing. I don't know. I'm just fucking obsessed with her. She's Good. so funny. I've been listening to um, – I really shouldn't have my phone under my pillow, but I do. I put it under my pillow and I play that Here For You 20-minute podcast from the girls at Forever 35. We just spoke about last podcast. But um, oh, yeah. I know what you mean by getting – I you just get obsessed with people or some person like – for a while there before, what was that podcast that you put me on to? But um, they stopped it. That Ameri- Those two American girls gl- <sighs> glowing up. Yes, so good. Their voices were addictive and now right. like, I don't have them. <laughs> um, there's another one called um, Everything is the Best by Pia Barian. Bierancini. Um, so she was, um, I'm pretty sure she's the creator of LPA, you know, that fashion brand that's on Revolve and she works at Revolve now. Um, and she used to have a podcast, I think it was like something, something with Pia, um, where she would like have people on and she'd have like a co-host and he was really good and they had good banter, but then she stopped doing it. But now she's got this new podcast out. Um, and her husband is like this super hot Italian and he's on one of the episodes and like they just talk about, I don't know, their life. But she has a really addictive voice as well. I love addictive voices. And you don't actually have to be listening. It's just. It's a real soother. Yeah. Whereas I've noticed with some people that I listen to on the podcast, 
my heart will just be going, like I'm not even listening and my heart's going nuts and it's just their voice. <laughs> so turn that shit off. Yeah. Um, You're not drinking. Mine says, short answer is water for the main part. Water can be turned into tea or even a long black if I'm feeling frisky. Ooh. So the basis of all drinks is water. What are you drinking? Lots um, of I apple had a, martinis. <laughs> yeah, fuck, too many apple martinis. I'm apple martinied out. Okay, good. Um, I had a really nice bottle of wine that I don't know, I must have got it a long time ago and I thought it was um, – like a sparkly pet nat number, but oh. it wasn't, which was good because um, I don't really like them. But um, mum and I had it on the weekend with our prawn and lobster session. Mm. Um, and it's Ferraccio Flat Out Field Blend. So it was just like this fucking yum, fruity, smashable day drinking wine. Not that I need excuses, mm. but um, I don't know. They have it on all of those Natty wine yeah. places, um, P&B, maybe drinks, or you can buy it directly from them, which might be better in this case. I'm not really sure how small biz- businesses are going, particularly those in the food and wine industry. But um, mm. I would definitely drink that again. Yeah. The way wine sounds sounds so good. Oh, I know. Mm-mm. You won't believe what I ordered the other day. I ordered a bubble tea for myself. Do you remember oh. those? Yeah, I've never had one. I literally felt like I was going to faint. <laughs> just a standard with me these days. I felt like I was very, very lightheaded. I need a big sugar rush and I felt really yucky. So I didn't want to eat dinner, which is also bad. But I ordered myself one of those bubble teas and it was and it has jelly in it and it was yum. De- delivered? Yeah, lazy girl. What a treat. I know. And Mitchell's like, why are you being so difficult? Why won't you dinner? And I was like, look, I'm pregnant. I feel like a bubble tea. I'm going to have one. <laughs> Um, where'd you get it from? Um, uh, like uh, there's a place at Miranda. Oh, okay. And was it cold? Yeah. Wow. That's good. I know. And it's weird when you order, well, I mean, I'm sure they're all like this, but it's like, um, normal ice, half ice, no ice, normal sugar, half sugar, no sugar. Green, I got a peach flavour, so you can get black tea peach flavoured or green tea peach flavoured. All these options, who bloody mm. knows? Just give me an iced tea with some jelly in it. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. Fix mm. you up. Mm, there you go. Um. All right. Well, until the next bubble tea and vagina tightening Woo-hoo. episode, uh, tune in to our distancing diaries. Please do. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. One, two, three.